0: Welcome to the first episode of the Business Magazine's Future of Work podcast series. Over the weeks and months ahead, we'll be exploring how the world of work is changing, discussing new ideas and trends that are driving this change, and interviewing the people that are the change makers in what is a revolution in how we earn a living. Today, we speak to Rich Thomas, of Brighton-based Inspiring Learning about the benefits that outdoor learning brings when it comes to learning new skills.
1: Yeah, so Inspiring Learning, it's one of the leading um, educational platforms in the UK uh, and beyond that champions education through the outdoors. So predominantly we invite people into a different setting, a different environment for all ages, and um, come and have a nice time and, and learn something along the way. So we offer day camps, residentials for all ages, um, and we've hosted over a million people since it opened in 1980. approximately 165,000 people come and see us during our residential time which is quite something so so skern Skern lodge has two parts of its business um one part of its business is an activity provision a a center if you like a residential base we have a network of inspiring learning centers that we can work out of across the uk but over the course of the pandemic we also um diversified into an independent training provider and what we recognize is lots of people come to us with added value learning and we've noticed that some of those words actually appear in quite a lot of the apprenticeship standards, which are very commonplace now across business. So, a lot of groups come to us now and they use their um, apprenticeship standard as a backdrop, a curriculum, if you like, to the learning that could be achieved in the outdoors. So, we run many of those programs, like I say, across the UK, um, where we come away, have a nice time, of course, with each other, residentially often, but they're able to draw learning out and line it up against the apprenticeship standard. And because we're an independent training provider, we're able to help businesses use their levy fund with those standards to generate learning for the wider business um so in addition to dealing with a lot of children which is the backbone of many outdoor residential centers we have a very successful part of the year where we work with adults and FEHE learning and uh, beyond into the apprenticeship market corporate training etc um, what we tend to do here is work closely with the business learning and development teams where we would understand the the needs of the business and the reason that they might be attracted to using a course in this way alongside their other learning opportunities that are already in the business. Um, By getting those two things aligned, they're able to come away, the the people can come away and have a a co-created programme where the learning outcomes, if they are, are listed as such, align nicely with the business message. So it might be that we're working on resilience, as I mentioned earlier, perhaps with some of the children, resilience is of course a really important attribute when you're working within business so perhaps the business that we're working with has an element of the learning program in that next um, phase of their um, business journey where they need to develop resilience in their workforce they can take learning from the outdoor program back to work and see how they can correlate the two and find benefits in that way likewise confidence and perhaps an awareness of their personal ability will feed their personal development plan which will then show business growth and help succession throughout the various channels that the learning team are looking for. So co-creative programmes, blended learning is the key here, and looking at those characteristics that are transferable between our environment and that.
0: After a Covid period which saw extended lockdowns, Rich says it is now more important than ever for children to spend time outdoors.
1: I think what we're recognising, particularly post-Covid, is that there's a real appetite for getting back into the outdoors and being with other people. Um, you can see that, I think, through the Department for Education, attracting particular funding to, uh, to schools, catch-up premiums and, and the like. So I think it caught us all by surprise to be locked down. It caught us even um, more by surprise when we are allowed back out once more. So um, the needs of young people are emerging, but there's definitely a pattern, I think, about trying to get back out amongst people. Um, there's sorts of centres and um, environments and um, opportunities that we provide a very... Um, very much ready to accept those young people. There was um, a school's residential survey of 300 teachers that Inspiring Learning carried out actually, and um, 65% of them agreed or strongly agreed that they felt children had lost part of their childhood, which I look back to my childhood and I find desperately sad to see those words of almost lost childhood. And I'm sure we all lost something over that period, be it you know, the time that we'd otherwise have with our friends. But as a child, it's hugely valuable. And the other um, statistic that came out of that survey was 74% um, strongly agreed that the resumption of school residential trips would have a positive impact on mental health and well-being, And that's one of those topics I think that's really emerging post COVID and sort of coming through in the various um, ways in which measurements uh, are gathered in school, particularly of young people that have found it particularly um, damaging to them. So I think the outdoors has a great place to give people that opportunity to come and do those two things with us.
0: Inspiring Learning seeks to create an emotional connection between course participants and the outdoors, and Rich says this is the key to successful learning.
1: So we bring together the learning in the outdoors um, predominantly by attaching emotion to the experience. And That sounds quite fancy, but essentially when you go out and do something fun, you tend to remember it for a long time afterwards. So fun absolutely centres uh, around what we're doing. And by doing outdoor learning in an engaging way and creating a positive link between those learning outcomes and the fact that people can recall it i think has a very powerful place so an example might be um we did a, a recent program here where people were learning um, about the egyptians and in particular the language that they were using around hieroglyphics and we use nature as an inspiration to try and show how you can communicate using different um characters and we had created some egyptian themes within that people tend to remember that a little bit differently than perhaps reading it in a book because it has an emotion attached to being outside and finding the answer rather than just sort of um, finding it on page number 32 they actually go and seek it in a different way so we bring learning together um, in, the, in that way and using the outdoors is a very powerful way of creating the emotion.
0: Children's confidence can also be built through outdoor education taking them out of their normal environment and comfort zones can create new experiences and learnings that they can then apply to other parts of their lives. So the, the, the
1: link between confidence in children and outdoor activities is quite a hard one to measure. And we're often challenged, I think, in our, in our business to show how that is, is strong enough to, to make a case. But one thing that we evidence weekly, particularly when you're working amongst those young people, is you see people behave in a slightly different manner to perhaps sat in a classroom or in other more conventional settings. So being more resilient and being confident amongst others in their peer groups could be evidenced by how they've approached a particular um, activity around height on two or three occasions in the week and you might take their start point on the Monday and seeing how they progressed by the Thursday and actually seeing that track through the week will allow the young person to reflect on that journey and then maybe take that learning back to their um, original setting be via a school or a college and then see how they can um, use that um, experience to, to, to good effect when they're there. Um, many um, residential trips as well push people beyond their comfort zone which we do hear quite a lot about I think there's a health and a recognised health these days and actually pushing yourself outside of those normal boundaries. So by doing that, it gives people the confidence to try new things and understand how to use risk risk positively. And reflecting on those and taking them back is, is at the heart of that. So, yeah, outdoor activities definitely develop people's and young people's particularly confidence.
0: Rich says the transformation that some students undergo is one of the most rewarding parts of the job. He outlines the impact that it can have not only on the person, but also those around them?
1: Oh, I get asked this question a lot. The success stories around young people, because we see so many, we see lots and lots of them. But um, I've been doing this job nearly 20 years, and uh, I've got two that I recall quite often because they really sit deep with me. So I'll share those with you. Um, One of them was a young lad in in one of my first years of working here, um, and he presented in the group alongside his classmates, um, just like many do on the first day. And he came along to talk to me and he told me about his Asperger's and he was very articulate in, in describing the sorts of things he requires. So he did say that his mum didn't want him to come, but he wanted to, which is a, again, a story we often hear because as parents, I think you are naturally quite um, sort of cocooning of your young, your, your young children. So anyway, here he is on this residential programme um, and he gave me a very detailed overview of the things that really help him. And if we get those things right, it'll be a good week, but he was still demonstrating a lot of nerves. So things he wanted changing were things like how the room was set out um, the times with which we meet and how long those meetings are and how you can use information to help him. And of course, the teachers that he brought along also helped. So he had a few ups and downs in the week, as many do, um, but he got to the end of the week and he thanked us so much. And the teachers just described how transformative it had been for him. So that story in itself isn't particularly unusual. We see lots of those. But what was unusual was the letter that followed from his mum in the week after where it's a very detailed passage of how he had recalled almost every minute of his time at Skern Lodge with me, uh, me particularly, because I was looking after his group. And it really struck a chord that it's not just the young person that really benefits, it's those around him. And from a nervous parent to be a very proud mum was um, very touching for me. Uh, and obviously John, whose name was, the, was the, the lad, had a great time as well. Um, and the second was a young man who uh, came on a particular programme that was focused on communication um, difficulties. So. It's a young person's group who get together and um, they share each other's stories about the um, challenges they face around stammering in particular. So they go through a number of different therapy sessions which was provided by the uh, local health service and alongside our um, activity provision for a blended programme. So this evening, again, it was young, um, it was uh, early on in my career, I was actually looking after the shop that we have on site in the evening. And this young lad I'd worked with incidentally the day came bursting through the door and he stood there to describe to his people that were looking after him how he had had just the most incredible experience. So I was listening with interest about what he was going to recall about his day. So this this person was in their late teens and he was describing how he had phoned home for the first time to say he'd had a nice time. And you just think about that, that someone had got to their late teens having not been able to have the confidence to communicate to their parents an experience they'd had. And that really struck a chord with me about, wow, just to be able to talk on the telephone in a way that was so different and transformative for that person. So Lots of things happen in our job, A couple stick out for good reason and hopefully they're two good uh, success stories that you'll enjoy
0: with me. Return on investment for outdoor training and activity can be difficult to quantify. Metrics such as increased confidence can be difficult to measure. However, Rich says that the best way to see the benefits that this type of training can give to your business is to experience it for yourself. I think my my main message I'd have around um, the
1: types of programmes that Inspiring Learning offers is to come and give it a go, so often I think we can take a little bit of convincing when there isn't the metrics or the data to support um, the outcomes I've described. And the outdoor industry, I think, has been fairly symptomatic of this over quite a number of years. It's an, emerging, um, it's an emerging piece, I think, for academics to show the value because some of the things around confidence are quite hard to measure. So to have those um, experiences yourself can actually prove to yourself that there's something that is worthwhile and therefore giving it a go, taking that open attitude, The worst that will happen is you have a bit of fun with your mates, but there's lots of other benefits in addition to that. And they're things that we witness time and again. So yeah, let your hair down a bit, come and have a nice time, and you never know quite what will happen.
0: You've been listening to the Future of Work podcast, produced by The Business Magazine. I've been your host, Stephen Emerson. Please get in touch if you have a suggestion for the show or a topic that you think we should cover. More episodes will follow, so please remember to subscribe. Thank you for joining us, and goodbye.